Hey guys, welcome to the Doom Room. I'm Kent. I'm Nick. And guys, I gotta get something off my chest. Me and my wife went to go uh, see some fireworks this tonight. Yeah. Right? And I already hate doing shit like that. <laughs> but we're sitting there and we're thinking the fireworks are in one direction pretty far from us. So we're all facing one direction. Not just us, but like a crowd of people. And next thing I know, like the shit fires off like right beside us. We're probably like <laughs> 50 yards from it. You just hear, group, group. Like, oh my God. And then it like starts exploding. Oh, anyway, man. that was pretty cool. But when we go to leave, this is the shit that I get off my chest. When I ask you, do I got it? When I'm backing <laughs> out, I trust you. And we're backing out trying to leave. And uh, <laughs> I'm still pissed. I'm backing out, and my wife's like, stop, there's a car. And I turn around, oh, God, there's a car. So I stop, and that car just stands, just sits there, doesn't do shit for like 30 seconds. And it would have been way easier if it just went. And I waved at it to go, and it just sat there. So I start backing up. I'm like, do I got it? She's like, yeah, they're, you're not close to them. I'm like, do I got it? And then I run into a damn light post. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh. Uh, Oh man, last I should have we yelled that much at my wife for that. <laughs> <laughs> last time we went to go to the fireworks, it took us an hour to get out of the fairgrounds. It was huh. it was a it was a wonderful experience, don't get me wrong, but it took twice as long to get out of the parking lot. <laughs> I hate shit like that. I hate it. Hey, you gonna go uh, watch some fireworks that last ten minutes and then sit in a fucking car for forty five trying to get out of there? That That's sounds usually. great. That sounds just wonderful. And all the time, and like we're trying to leave, and all of a sudden my kids go, I got to go to the bathroom. Not now, damn it. That's the worst. (laughs) Oh, thank God it's over. We're on the car going home. I got a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Shit your pants. (laughs) Because we're heading home. You're a monster not letting him shit. (laughs) Oh, he can shit. He can shit in his pants. I'm not stopping again. Man, I hate oh, when people man. kill you with kindness trying to let you go, you know, and I'm like trying to hurry so I don't back into that car and they can leave and back into a freaking light post. Man, and I did not so. stop to get out. If, see, if I damaged it, I got the hell out of there. We was in the church parking lot. Somebody's tithe can pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> Anything I, you got to get off your chest, man? The other day, you know, I went to I went to the store. My kids, they like collecting Pokemon cards. Well, mm-hmm. I I tried to avoid Walmart at all costs because that's where people gather that honestly don't need to be out in public. I mean, not, <laughs> not knocking Walmart or the people that shop at Walmart, but if you shop at Walmart, you know the kind of people I'm talking about. There's some people there. There's like zero shame, and I don't know. It's like I know shame is not a good feeling. I know shame is not pleasant, but a little bit of shame can save a lot of embarrassment. I'm just saying, <laughs> but uh, no, some, some lady was dressed in something ridiculous. Well, no, we, we decided to go to this local shop, this local um, gaming shop and they got, they got the Pokemon cards and I was like, well, they're probably going to be a little bit more than Walmart, but it's supporting a local business, which I'm all for and especially collecting and all. Well, we walk in there. I don't know what to expect. And I walk in there initially and it seems completely normal. I'm like, okay, cool. And then I look behind the counter and there's a guy, I mean, he had zero shame. He looked like he belonged at Walmart, but he wore, he had a shirt on. <laughs> and it was of this anime woman with very 
exaggerated features, barely clothed, and I have my kids right there with me. They're eight and nine, and I don't know what to do at this point other than walk walk right back, turn right back around before my kids could see and walk out the door. I come there to buy Pokemon cards, which they have plenty of in stock, but immediately I had to tell my children, they're not in stock. We got to go. We got to go. Just to avoid the awkwardness of your little person, kids looking at my kids, my kids, yeah, my kids seeing that. It's like, I, like, I don't care what you do, what you're into. I'm like, teach his own. It's a business, like, I, though, man. They got it's a, a it's business, a family friendly. Yeah, I have a eight and nine year old with me. I'm trying I, like, to give you they, some money dressed appropriate. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want to see a half naked anime chick on your shirt and i mean it wasn't a small logo no this thing was like a full body shirt and this guy had a lot of body to fill this shirt <laughs> it looked like a billboard he's definitely one of those dudes that order those little figures the girls the realistic models you know what i'm talking about oh yeah like listen if you're into that that's cool i don't care I don't want to explain that. Keep it at home. (laughs) Yeah, keep it at home. I don't want to explain it to my eight and nine year old. (laughs) Bro, uh, yeah. Like you said, a little shame will do you, you know? I'm telling you. I have a lot of shame. Like, I was trying to, I was out eating with my wife. Right. Today, and uh, she was at a little gift shop while we were waiting to be seated, and she comes running up to me. There's a lot of people around me, right? Uh I try to look tough. She's like, Kent, come over here and check out these scented candles. I totally think you'd be into this pumpkin spice thing. I'm like trying to act tough, bitch. I don't <laughs> sniff any candles. Oh man, that's great. Like, you talk to me like that again, I'm gonna go over there and get one and bust them on your head. You be smelling that shit all day. I was like, okay. Oh She's man, like, you're not hard. You're not hard. Get over it. <laughs> Just sniff the candles. <laughs> She's showing dominance in public, <laughs> bro. She loves to humiliate me in public. We was at PetSmart. And I, she was too close to the person checking out, and I just nonchalantly, hey, back up a little bit. You're not social distancing. She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm trying. I'm trying. I, please forgive me, Ken. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm some kind of wife beater. <laughs> Damn it. I was sitting there. I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. She's, but she knows what she's doing. Everybody, Everybody's staring at you. Like she's just trolling you the entire time. They're like, it's okay, ma'am. He's not going to do anything to you in here. We'll beat his ass. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. Can you just like not try to embarrass me for a little bit? I know you get some kind of sick thrill out of it, but. Oh, man. Oh, talking about a public store. There was one time because collecting things, I always try to hit a lot, a lot of local shops when I travel a lot. Well, it was one time me and, me and my wife, we went to a local shop out of town and my kids that really was really into Power Rangers that, that at that time. Old school ones. And there was like some collector stuff I wanted to get for them, like to kind of hang on their wall, like let them have something that was pretty cool. Um, they, like the, You know those little figures that like they used to flip the heads? Yeah. Yeah. Those like, were they, awesome. They, they wanted one of those. And I found this place on Facebook and they I seen some pictures that they had it in stock. And then I go to the guy behind the counter. And I'm explaining to him, I was like, hey, I'm looking for some Power Ranger toys. It's like, my kids are really into them. And like, granted, this is a comic book shop and they have toys, collectibles, figures, all kinds of stuff. And I didn't really get to look through it, but I just went in there because we was kind of in a hurry. I said, hey, do you got any Power Ranger stuff? It's like, my kids are looking for the toys, you know. I explained to him what I'm looking for. He goes, yeah, this, um, this place isn't, it isn't really for kids. It's more for collectors and adults. 
And I'm looking around this store and I'm standing next to a four foot tall Ninja Turtle. And I'm like, are you <laughs> serious? I'm, tr- I'm trying to give you money. Who cares what I do with this product when it comes out of here? It's like, I'm trying to get my kids some Power Ranger stuff. Yeah, I just the damn figure. Yeah, I mean, just tell me you have it or you don't have it. Don't sit there and give me the fifth degree about this isn't for kids. And I'm standing next to a giant four foot tall Ninja Turtle. And it says four ages three and up on the package <laughs> don't Man, give me some that. people are weird don't yeah. give me that shit to think for children don't be that guy <laughs> if everybody's listening to this don't be that guy yeah i mean we all everybody likes to collect stuff but trust me there's an abundance of collectibles i mean you wasn't shopping for something super rare I wasn't wasn't shopping for anything rare in the package or whatever. I just seen on Facebook they had the figures in, loose. And it looked pretty good shape. And I was willing to pay almost $20 a piece for one of these things. Not in the box. I mean, if it was in the box, I'd just leave it in the box for them. But no, it's it's a loose figure. That's what I was looking for. (laughs) Yeah, you don't have any girl stuff here, do you, loser? That's what I would have said. I would have like tried to trash talk him, but just been horrible right. at it. Man, I don't understand people. <laughs> I bet I you just gave him this eat shit and die look, didn't you? Oh man, it's like I literally looked around the store after he said that, and like I see Pokemon plushes, Pokemon cards, four foot tall Ninja Turtle. I'm like, not for kids, huh? And I just walked out. I was just so I was so angry. It's like. I was about to give a nasty review on Google. Oh, I, I looked them up, like looked it up on Google. Like apparently they have an issue with that, like customer satisfaction. Apparently I ain't the only one that they talk down to like that. Well, just because you have a like a knowledge of like collectibles and stuff like that doesn't mean you're a good salesperson. At yeah. the end of the day, any kind of shot like that is a business. Business. And I'm offering like you had, money. Like a like our local comic book store rocks. They're really good, but like the little game like game store next to it is actually shut down now. Had wow. the worst customer service. Like they'd go in, like I'd go in there and look at Warhammer stuff because I never got no Warhammer, but I always like wanted to. But it had a right. lot of other cool stuff too. Go in right. there and no customer service. Like they're just sitting there looking at me. I'm like, how y'all doing today? They're like, okay, not. I'm good, sir. How are you doing? Is there anything I can help you find? I don't. I don't understand. Uh, like, you work out of business. You got to be able to talk to people. Yeah, that's the owner. Yeah, customer oh, service, God. man. Man, that really burns my biscuits, dude. But, guys, first 10 minutes, we always like to bullshit, just crack some jokes. But today, I'm going to be interviewing Nick so you guys can get to know him a lot better and see what all he's about. How you feel about that, Nick? Let's do it. Man, let's get into this. All First of all, everything on that Instagram page y'all been seeing, that's this man's collection that he's, that's all his. Ain't none of my shit. This dude has like a monster collection. How long have you been, When did, first of all, when did you start collecting and what made you get into collecting? Um, I started collecting when I was 12 years old, Um, back in the 90s, Um, late 90s. Um. First, first thing I started collecting, it's a pretty cool story. Like me, like Godzilla was our thing. Like my family's thing. I had two brothers. We loved Godzilla. It was just, just our thing. And we came home from school one day, me and my younger brother, Godzilla versus the Astro Monster was playing on TV. And we're sitting there. We didn't even put down our backpacks yet. We just get off the bus. We come in, we see this playing. We're sitting there just watching it. We end up sitting on the floor and just watching it. And then my brother looks at me and says, Nick, I hadn't seen a commercial on in a long time. I said, you know what? Me neither. And we looked up and my dad had bought 
the actual VHS of Godzilla versus the Astro Monster and had it playing for when we came home from school. I don't know. That's like, what's up, man. Like, he knew we was coming off the bus and very cool of my dad. And it was like, we didn't have, it took us forever to get cable growing up where we lived. And VHS, and like, VHS was kind of expensive. I mean, allowance. Like, it took a while to get some. But, and most of the stuff we had in entertainment was just recorded from family. And they would record up movies for us and give them to me and my brothers. And we have something to watch because we had a VCR in every room because we didn't have no cable. But I see a lot of listeners, especially young people. Probably like, what's he talking about? Back in the day, you had to like, if like you miss something on TV, that was it. Yeah. You didn't get to see it again until reruns, and that could take months. Right. We had a look. We had local channels growing up. We had four. And sometimes, like late at night, like on certain holiday weekends, we might be able to catch like a Godzilla movie or two. And like my my grandparents had movie channels in the city, and they would always record Godzilla monster movies for them. But anyways, like the VHS, Godzilla versus the Astro Monster, it started with that tape. And then I collected as many Godzilla tapes as I could as like, I would cut grass, save up money, save up allowance. Tapes back then was like $15 a piece. Save up money and just buy them when I could. And it took me a long time to complete the run on VHS. I even had to cross state lines. I had family in North Carolina. When I would go visit, I would hit up their shops. And eventually, I completed the whole entire Godzilla run on VHS. But it all started with that tape that my dad left for me and my brother playing. I still have it, too. That's right. <clears throat> probably one of your most prized possessions just because of the sentimental value of it. Right. I got I got some stuff worth some money and this tape may be worth twenty bucks right now. Um, but it's been worn out, it's been used, but no, nah, I'll never get rid of it. The case and the cover. And that's kinda how I got into drawing too, is looking at these Godzilla tapes and looking at the artwork, the illustrated artwork, and then trying to imitate that myself. And I'll start with that tape. Yeah, man, you got some pretty cool drawings, dude. And that is one thing that kind of sucks about the streaming. Everything going to streaming, you don't get to see any of that really cool art, box art anymore. Right. There'll be some posters every now and then, but like that box art, a lot rode on that. Because when you go to the movie store, you need something right. that caught your eye. So the, the movie industry did like put a lot of pressure on this artist that made the box art back then. I mean, it was yeah. really important. It was because the movie could have been complete trash, but if that box art looked good, you could you gonna you gonna trick people into renting that tape. Because I mean, it happened to me a bunch growing up. It's like I rent something. I was like, man, this looks amazing. Like picture be on be great on the back. You read the you be read the back cover. It looks and like man, this sounds awesome. And then it just be complete trash. <laughs> yeah, or it could be the other way. Like it didn't have didn't have a big budget but had an awesome story and right. so it didn't but it didn't do well in the theaters but that box right. art caught your eye and you're like damn that actually was pretty good yeah i know there was a few examples of those yeah you gotta love renting those vhs tapes at the video store man nothing like i enjoy like with netflix and all that like it's just you just don't know where to start half the time man it's just like i watch the same shit over and over on there <laughs> you know, but when you go to the VHS store, man, that was your weekend. You're like, I got to make the right pick. Right. And you, you had a lot there, right on it. Pick it. You're like, yes, this is going to be awesome. And you get super excited. Netflix, you're like, oh, I'll watch it later. And then you'll just never watch it. Right. And but, Netflix, um, Netflix and streaming service are really bad about not telling you when the stuff is leaving. 
Yeah, you have to like really search for it. I wish they would give you like a timer on like the actual app. Yes. Like, hey, this is gonna. We only leased this for like two years, so <laughs> get on your watch ass and now. watch it. <laughs> yeah, get get on your ass and watch this. But man, like um, going into you know, like your collection room. I mean, that's a lot. And uh, what was that like introducing that to your wife? Was she kind of like, man, I don't know how she'd take this, or did you know she'd be cool with it before you brought her brought her in there? Well, when when I first started dating my wife, and like she did, she knew I was in the movies, in the games, and all, but she didn't understand to the extent and comics and whatnot as well. But most of my stuff was in store, like packed up still, like when she would come over, and then slowly starting introducing to her and i think what what kind of crop bridged that gap was the miyazaki films is like you know i had three shelves of movies but i had to triple stack and double stack and triple stack like there would be a row of movies but then there'll be two more rows of movies behind that row because i didn't have all everything built yet in this room and so she will like start slowly peeling away the normal movies <laughs> it's like oh well here's Star Wars. It's like, okay. And then she start peeling it back. And it's like, oh, here's a bunch of horror movies. Peeling it back more. And then like you start introducing like anime and stuff like that. Miyazaki, the films, the Disney Miyazaki films, um, Princess Mononoke, Howl's Moving Castle, and all of those kind of bridge that gap into like my wife being cool with my collector and everything. A lot of my collection I have accumulated since we've been together. Dude, you're right. Like, if you're going to introduce someone to, like, anime, Princess Mononoke is a great place to start. Yes. It's a, I mean, would you even classify that as anime or is that? I mean, I I would. I mean, Studio Ghibli, I think it's that those Ghibli films are the perfect bridge to someone who enjoys Disney films and enjoys films, period, and bridging that gap to, like, anime. I agree, man. Princess Mononoke is still one of my favorite movies of all time, man. Yeah, I love that movie. And, it, and I mean, it ain't like I got any bad anime. Most of my anime is classic stuff like Gundam Wing, um, G Gundam. I got Attack on Titan. I got Yorona Kenshin and Yu Yu Hakusho. Stuff like that. I mean... Have you showed that, her any Ninja Scrolls yet? Yes. I love that movie. God, and man, that I had to, scene is hard. I can't watch that. Uh, you know, even even though I know it's fake and whatnot, I mean, you got to hit the skip button on certain things. But I do love that Ninja Scrolls movie. It, it Man, I, I love it too. And just the different characters and their abilities do like that hive demon yes, the bees one, on him the bees in the in his back that, that creeped me out the first time i seen it yeah dude it was so cool <laughs> man it blew my mind when i first seen that movie and i was just like oh my god I, princess mononoke and ninja scrolls was like my introduction to anime in general besides like gundam wing and dragon ball z like that's what everybody's seen before let me ask you this, man. Have you ever been watching an anime growing up and like your parents walk in at an awkward point? No, I mean, we didn't. I couldn't watch too much growing up unless it was like I recorded off Adult Swim with the VCR. At the time, they didn't have too much stuff. Now, there's been times where I've watched it. I'll be watching something on Netflix and then like you get to a part and I just feel like if someone walks in, I got some explaining to do. So I'll turn it <laughs> off. <laughs> Bro, that happens to me. Like every time I watch something that has something inappropriate in it, someone barges in every single <laughs> time. I was watching, um, shit. What's that? 
Damn. What's that show with the Henry, the guy that plays Superman? It's on Netflix now. Uh, the Witcher. I was watching The Witcher. Yes. And I'm like, damn, this is good. And then there's a scene where she, I guess, is controlling all these people and they're having sex in her castle. Oh, it's yeah. It's one gigantic orgy and like it just pops up out of nowhere. I'm like, damn. And then my wife just barges in. <laughs> she's like, what are you watching? I'm like, nothing. Oh, nothing man. at all. Kind of sick commercial is this shit? <laughs> no, I, I I've watched movies that like I wasn't supposed to. I was like a kid. Like I remember yeah. it was a big deal when Bram Stoker's Dracula came out, and I love that movie by the way. And the one with Gary Oldman plays Dracula. Yeah, and Keanu Reeves is in it. Fantastic but actors, especially I, Gary Oldman. Man. I'm glad he got the. I'm glad he like it took him a long time, but he got the love he deserves for real. But that movie is awesome, and at the time, it's like I didn't appreciate it because I was young and I didn't appreciate this whole extravagant, you know, story. And it was just kind of like weird to me. It's like people don't act like that, but I mean, it's a story. It's all made up. But anyways, like there's a lot of inappropriate scenes in that film. And here I am, like 12 years old, watching this, and <laughs> there's a lot of inappropriate stuff in it. And of course, my family comes in watching something like that, and like I didn't. It took me years to finish the movie because yeah, there was one scene with a werewolf in the garden. If you ever seen that movie, you know what scene it is. And my my mother walked in and she saw that. And she goes, nope. She took the tape away from me. I don't think I ever got the tape back. It wasn't until like I was almost 18. And then I remembered. I was like, oh, yeah, I never finished watching this movie. What was the name of the movie again? Bram Stoker's Dracula. It was 1992 or three. I need to watch that again, dude. Oh, God, I, God, man. But back to like um your collection, man. What's your plans? Like, what are you currently working on? Or do you have like a plan? Or do you just shop for deals? Or is there anything that you're trying to complete that you don't have that you're pursuing? Like, what's your goals for your collection? Well, right now I'm trying to collect a bunch of vintage like tapes for related to video game advertisements. You know what I mean? I was like, you know, when you walk into a FYE or Toys R Us or even a video store like Blockbuster, they will have trailer reels of um, new movies and video games and, you know, like rent this now at Blockbuster and it'd be like a 15 minute trailer of a Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah, like, I remember those playing. Yeah, um, that's what I'm trying to collect right now. I got a couple of them for the N64 era and I'm trying to go back and get some stuff for some Super Nintendo and NES era as well. But that, that's what I'm trying to collect at the moment. Like I, I have to switch it up as like I get sidetracked because I collect comics, movies, games, and I keep an eye out for deals from video games but the market's just so high right now and comic books they're taking a hit right now but there's some sets i'm trying to complete but mainly those promo vhs tapes for related to video games is what i'm keeping an eye out for that's where do you even find those ebay i find them on ebay but like there's there's a lot of groups out there like vhs collectors and whatnot and like if you're going to start collecting anything i highly recommend getting involved into with the community because i haven't had a bad uh, a bad experience yet with these guys um as long as like you constantly like if you communicate you're up front with everybody about stuff buy sell and trade with other collectors because they rather if they're getting rid of their collection they rather it go to someone who's going to enjoy it who's going to use it or somebody's going to take care of it and they're more willing to give you a good price and they're going to take care of it during the shipping process where if you buy it from someone on ebay it's it's just a toss of all it is just someone trying to make some money but if you're going to collect anything i 
I highly suggest being a part of the community, Instagram, Facebook, any other social media that get and talk to these people that are real passionate about collecting. And it, like, if you got any questions too, they are quick to answer. Yeah, because it's like one of their big hobbies. Dude, that's something that we should do is make a Doom Room uh, Facebook page for everybody to get on there and like just share collections and trade with one another. Absolutely. That'd be pretty cool. Absolutely. Awesome, man. Well, um, I did have some questions wrote down, but I lost my damn notebook. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> yeah. I'm like sitting here reading my notebook. I'm like, this is not right. This is not right. Well, let me ask you this. What's What do you want from this podcast? Like, Where do you see us going with this, man? I just honestly, I just want to make a positive impact on the um, community, like the collector, either collector community, the people who share the same interests. Let's make a positive impact. Make people laugh. I mean, we tell funny stories all the time about us growing up or about our week, about our jobs. I just want to, I know you too. We just want to make people laugh. Forget about everything that's going on right now and just enjoy your hobby. I feel like modern day stuff is being forced into every type of media. Let's just focus on the media. It's not not the media, but what we enjoy. The the movies, the games, the comic. Let's just focus on that for a little while and forget everything else for just a few minutes out of the day. Man, I couldn't say it, said it better myself, man. I just want to make people laugh, dude. Yeah. Just come up here and say some dumb shit. Yeah. Well, guys, we appreciate y'all tuning in for this episode. We hope that uh, we made you laugh and uh, really hope that you guys get to know a lot more about Nick. You'll definitely be hearing a lot more about him in the future. That's for sure. We appreciate y'all listening in. We'll see you next time. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Doom Production Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and we hope to see you back next time. Yeah, and be sure to follow us on our Facebook and Instagram, Doom Room Productions. We'll uh, be releasing our schedules for our upcoming podcast. And be sure to check out the cool pictures that Nick posts. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. Later. Later.